welcome to the Jagscast on the 29th of January. I'll introduce the wonderful group of four. We're taking up two tables in Munro's so we can try and have a better peace and quiet. Although there is a curtain that we could drape that could sort of discourage people from coming in, but we don't want to be seen as doing something like that we shouldn't be doing. We don't, don't want to be creating an image of the Jagscast that it's negative. Really. Um, well, as you can hear from that, we've got Alan Fraser along with us today. Hello, Hello. Alan, how are you? Not bad, thanks. How was your burger? It was my, bur my burger was fine in Monroe's. I think maybe she'd start sponsoring this uh, Jags cast thing, if you like. <laughs> yeah, I think they should. Well, would you recommend the Monroe's burger on the 2 for 1 menu to anyone that wishes to come into Monroe's? I would. How heavy is your hot dog? Oh, my hot dog was amazing. You know, the, the onions made it, you know, that's what. And I, I, I opted out of eating it using my hands, I used cutlery. Oh, well. And you still, had, still had a stain on your jumper? That, 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 that wasn't from hot dog. <laughs> Um, we welcome back Donald. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Everyone. How was you for dinner? How are you not eating yet? Uh, no, I normally save my dinner to, for after Jack's guest. Ah, I see. Ah, oh, look at dinner. Aye. Helps the, the thoughts flow more through, really. Yeah. You can tell it's early on because I'm stuttering a little bit. <laughs> but that's good, you know, it seems more natural, you know, if we can one day we'll actually get away with seeing as if it's unrehearsed, as we've got Oodles of Scripts in front of us. Yes, well, shuffle, 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 shuffle. We've <laughs> <laughs> got Smurf. Hello, Hello, Smurf. Hi. How are you today? I'm okay, how are you? I'm fine. Would you like to tell us all about why you went to Cooper's instead of Monroe's? It's just because that's where we normally go. <laughs> or when I've been and doing it anyway. Like the last five times it's been Cooper's. But how many times did someone say through our official communication devices the word Cooper? None. But they only mentioned Monroe's like twice. I'm sorry, so there'll be a new texting scheme coming in next next week, but every hour I will text you the location of the pub. Please, please, that would be Even though the text will still be still Monroe's, still Monroe's, still Monroe's. You have to mention all the other venues that it's not going to be. Yeah, before. we could just go to Cooper's and I'll be okay. <laughs> but then Monroe's might not sponsor us. That's very true. Yeah. And our final guest today is Raymond. Hello, Raymond. How are you doing? Did you go to Cooper's too? Nope. No. Why is that? Is it because we might have mentioned the word Munro's in our tweets? I think that was just a slight giveaway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? To be fair, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, I'll, good. I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Mr. Cooper. That's what you'll forever be known as now. You're no longer being Jesus Mark, you'll be now known as Mr. Cooper. Anyway, you've had your introduction, just simmer down, don't you? Oh, well, you might. Um, have you recovered from your one day experience in the, the press box? Oh, that was freezing on Saturday. Absolutely freezing. That's, I was driving right in that wind, right into us on Saturday. We were still got ten fingers and ten toes, no frostbite? Suffered. Still, yeah, I didn't know I had ten toes till about Sunday, but yeah, everything else is still intact. That's good, that's good. That's, oh, Did they just yeah. take you that long to count? Or? <laughs> Just about. <laughs> no, no, that's not very nice. Apologise, Donald, that's not very nice. You've got to be nice and considerate to our guests, especially ones that are returning after a few weeks off. I don't know, it's like. holiday. You need to I'd leave a little bit of ribbing to get back into the squad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, there was an interview today with uh, Big Gabby that was on a website. Uh, yeah, yes, and one of the yeah. questions was, so nobody made you cry in your first week back, so maybe that's what we should be doing, we should be making people cry in their first week. 
But then Alan, if we had made you tired the first week, would you came back? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> I only. <laughs> Can I take this pink fairy outfit off now? <laughs> um, not until you said that in a hundred words. <laughs> right, so we'll move straight on to the point rounds. And following today's revelation that Italian side Nossarina have been thrown out of the country's top tier, I think that's Serie C, for, um, let me check that, it's faking injury during a derby. I'm asking you, what is the worst act of simulation slash injury faking you've ever seen in football? In any football? Any football doesn't need to be related to nope. I will go for Rivaldo. <laughs> no, you're joking, Smart. You're joking. <laughs> okay, Smart, why don't you go? No, I'll think of something else, then you go. There's Rivaldo in the World Cup when uh, they kick the ball to him to take the corner. Any feigned injury that he's been hit in his face and, and rolls on the ground. Who were they playing? Turkey. Turkey. Yep. And the Turkey guy, the guy gets the semi finals. Hit his shin. Hit his shin. And he went down both in his face. And the guy gets sent off. Yeah. Was it another group game? No. No, it was late on in Turkey. No, it was the semi finals. Beat Germany in the final. So it was Brazil, Germany, Turkey, and South Korea not getting yeah. to the semis as well. Yeah. After they somehow beat Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and Spain. Turkey and Brazil are in the same group as well. That's one of the one, That's one of those weird ones that you yeah. see in tournaments where they reunite. Yeah. You got to wonder if they think, oh, this this wouldn't be on the telly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a worldwide <laughs> audience. Yeah. yeah. No, nobody will notice this. And obviously we have to conclude. If what was there a punishment given to Rivaldo for his? I actually can't remember. I think he may have got a fine. Yeah, he did. He did get a fine. Just 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 a
we were riding on, Maskery was set yes. for uh-huh. the Saints uh-huh. at the time. Um, and they, I think it was Maskery, I think they brought a grand. Alan Moore. Alan Moore, as well. I think Alan made the score. And Chick, Chal- Chick scored with a penalty in the 8th, 9th minute or uh-huh. something like that after John Ford. But that was the one that was in very exciting. Like, it was like a 10,000 Yeah, just it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. And that was their first. That was their first level sell. We really going for it. I, I was completely perplexed at why Lambie left at that time. And I think he doesn't really understand himself. I don't think he knows himself. I don't no. think he's ever worked out himself. Season? 8990, yeah. October 28th. 10,163 people there. Uh-huh. And the Hamilton game was? Uh, 11th of November. And it was a league game right now? Yes, yeah. yeah. But, um, Colin Harris scored for remarkably the just, be- just before half time to make it one each. Right. Remember that. Remarkably, the official history book claims that we didn't play a goalkeeper when we played Wraith on the 4th November. It was what, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> it was what? Well, you know. The official history book says that um, we didn't actually play a goalkeeper against Wraith. Alright, oh, okay. Is that why we only. That's why we drew one each, though, so you know, no goalkeeper. One each. One goalkeeper, no goalkeeper might be way forward. No. <laughs> I think I must have thought it was a cup game because it was on TV and it was the TV. Aye, you know what I mean? As I say, Scott's uh-huh. book covered it on Sunday and my only, my only thinking is that was there an international? Did we do, did we do international breaks at that point? No, I wouldn't have. Well, it'd be November 89, so it'd be playoffs for the Italian early 90. Oh well, so it must have been an international week, yeah. But we were definitely the feature game in Scott Sport. Yeah, that Portland makes sense Sunday. if they've not changed the international calendar for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. But knowing people, they don't. Yeah. Anyway, Donald. Yeah. yeah, obviously not really feigning injury, but uh, Mark Roberts was certainly prone to a swan dive or two in his time. Um, but there's one I don't know the name of the player. Don't know his nationality. Don't know what team he was playing for, but one last two points between us, I think. <laughs> points are going to be good here. <laughs> it was the guy went up for a header with the opposition player, landed kind of a little bit awkwardly on his back. And normally nowadays, when players land a bit awkwardly, they just sort of roll around the floor a little bit, and everyone's like, "Very good, get up." This guy landed on his back, sort of rolled over like backwards over his head, stood up. Kind of stumbled back a wee bit, then fell back again and rolled over his head again. This happened four times before he then came to a, a stop. Uh, and it was claimed that he was overtaken by a voodoo spell. <laughs> and I think that has to be the worst feigning of injury ever. But you can't remember the game, you can't remember the player, you can't remember... <laughs> it's it's a for a second you were describing the Icelandic celebration where the guy scores and reels him in. There was one a couple of weeks ago that was really bad. I think it was Malaga versus Atletico Madrid. So there was the guy who... I think it was the Malaga player. And um, I don't know if they were attacking or defending, but he was just trying to hustle the ball out. And, uh, and then he just fell over for no reason at all. He just fell over and then he stood back up to try and like square go the Atletico player and then just clutched his face and fell to the ground. So in the space of five seconds he managed to dive twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I I don't know if he was booked or anything for it but that was pretty bad. So he was claiming that he'd been taken over by... Well after the game, yeah after the game. By the opposing player. He's I'm not really sure who he was claiming. Is that, you know what I mean? Uh, like, book him if he's cast a voodoo spell on me or 
Well, it's not the laws of the game, you know. Uh-huh. Well, it well, would be deemed unsporting behaviour, <laughs> like I'm guessing. <laughs> I suppose that covers a lot of great <laughs> behaviour, but I think there's specifically in there. No, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> well, I think I just took the cover from that. <laughs> Four completely different, completely distinct. No, that's the thing. So completely different incidents. You've got the World Cup being off. You've got a voodoo man. You've got a thistle penalty in the 80s. Um, would you say there anything? Just a toy. Hi, man. Which was that plot we've got to go for first as well. It's hard to narrow down the points. I'm going to take Donald's it because he doesn't know the name of the player, doesn't know what it happened, doesn't give, give any more details. Just he was claimed, but he's all taken by a voodoo. But I'm not completely sure that's actually happened, so. Making yes. a dream. 100% true. Mm. If I can find it and then provide evidence, can I get points retrospectively if you're offering someone else just now? I'll consider your appeal okay. on merit. Yeah, £5,000 for a appeal hearing. That's fine. That's than the SFA. <laughs> By a factor of 10, because I'm worth it. Um, we take Smurfs out as well, because it is pretty high profile, it's pretty obvious. But he did do well with offering the second one. So then it comes down to the two pistol examples, as these white shines so often do. <laughs> and oh, Raven's got the eyes on, they'll come on, give me the points so I can go further ahead of the Raven's got the points. I'm going to give it to Alan because I just enjoyed the story best. And I have that power to award points based on whatever I want. Can I take my pink and carry out the Yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> You've got to choose someone to give it on to. Can I pass it on next week? Are you waiting for Davy Mains to return so you can give it on? Who's leading the points round? I don't know, I've got a problem with this because I'll, 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 oh, you points, the I didn't get a, give them points. So yeah, but so it's like line it anyway. You're aware that's a sort of competition. A system of... Um, I don't know, some sort of aggregate system or something. Fairness, I think is what Davey Mains suggests. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through all the jazz cast of the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> Did Benny ever have this problem? Yes. Yeah, I do. Maybe that's the big flaw with the points round. Maybe I should make a tangible prize at the end of it. They usually keep tally the scores and then you don't have a problem. <laughs> that's I'll do a that thought. In May. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do that, I'll do that in May. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move away from a bit of the nonsense and actually talk about a bit of football. Ooh. If there was, if you could call the game on Saturday, football. <coughs> now, the question I've got to, well, Donald, the question I've got to ask you is, how did the highlights on Sports Scene and the YouTube channel not cover the best chance of St Mirren and not cover the best chance of this Because they're biased. I was going to go for incompetent. I was going to use uh, the net. <laughs> well, I've only seen the SPL TV or whatever it's called. Um, what did they miss out? Their highlights tend to be better, to be fair. Yeah. They missed out the James Cregan chance and they missed out the Stevie Thompson stuff. Yeah. Would you like to describe this James Cregan miss? Do you think you should have done better? Probably. Possibly. Um, Just the I don't know, it came to no. him pretty quickly. Alan, table. <laughs> yes, well, since I was there, I'm Donald. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's I mean, picking up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't 
even remember it properly. I can't remember it because I haven't Sin- seen it again. Sinky, right, Sinky, Raymond drove down. <laughs> so, uh, ban- I think it was Banzo and Hickey worked the ball wide in the left. Sinky got to the byline, fist it across goal. Taylor back heel, back flicked it, back heeled it all oh, across, yeah. and it fell to Craig's. Three, four, a nice three, move three. as well, he really just, uh, he just kind of blasted Craig over, didn't he? Was it Merlin Chance you're talking about, the one that um, was cut back in the second half? Don't remember Stephen Thompson uh, sort of stumbled over his own feet? Did you not even show that? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I, mean, I, I saw it in the small scene, which was like seconds, <laughs> and I thought, wait a minute, that's, uh, that's quite selective, I suppose, since they can there was a few things that have Stephen Thompson on every week. And it's like when, when he missed that chance, of course, the chance were, yeah, you'll be talking about that tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> and slightly less <laughs> uh, chance as well. Other versions are available. <laughs> yes. Um, but of course, no, they chose not to. So it wasn't in any of those highlights. No. It's also the STV highlights, anybody watch that? It's never that different from the other stuff, is it? But, no, they didn't pick out certain points, I think. I also wanted to see the Jim Goodwin on Arm Taylor Sinclair. STV have got it. They got that one, yeah. Right. I saw yeah. that you talked about it. It was on their a big call. Right. Now, I mean, on Saturday, from where I was sitting, I couldn't see. We couldn't well, see I wasn't that. sure either. And I, I just saw the Thistle fans were an uproar, uh-huh. and then the Man fans were calling Sinclair T. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't comment on it at all. We kept up. I saw it on the. It didn't look good. Yeah. But, but, I thought, and a couple other people around me thought. Right, we'll get back to that in a second. Spoiler. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that ATS, the one. That, that particular incident, first of all, then. Well, I, I didn't see it properly. We, 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 he throws a full arm out. Right. Uh, you see it in the television, he does uh-huh. throw a full uh-huh. arm out. So he was stopped by it basically. Yeah, he, he, he got uh-huh. caught, I think, about the neck. I think uh-huh. it was about the neck he, uh-huh. he caught yeah. Sinclair. Um, Did he done it throw himself down? He fell down, mate. Oh, I've done a bit of. You see again. To see, it was very difficult for me. I was uh-huh. sad to see that. Did you get a good face, Murph? I'm scared I'm going to say why you managed, why you stopped everyone from talking about it. Did Sinclair not come out in the press? I might have made this up where somebody said on PB, but did he not come out in the press saying that he did? Like, he wasn't actually struck? No. 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 I haven't seen that anywhere. No. No. I haven't seen that. I think it's a good up. Somebody said that on PB, I'm sure. Well, it must be true then. Must be true, yeah. I know. Nah, there's definitely been nothing at all in the press. What did you think of the Jim Goodwin? I think I think for most folk, even looking at it, you know, when, when you look at the crowd reaction, it's only it's only that, that right hand section, if you like, if you're on the thistle yeah. end, that claim for it because nobody else certainly, you know, further over was was looking for it. Um, yeah. it, it just it, that particular section saw it, and when you see the TV replay, you, you see them all up in arms. Yeah, because we were so back it's cool it. much further up. The other side of the goal. Yeah. So you don't see it properly. You kind of make assumptions when you, somebody goes by Jim Goodwin and uh, they go down that something may have occurred. Yeah. Staying with Jim Goodwin, he was also involved in the other talking point <laughs> well, of the day. We're going to talk about that. But when, a separate incident. That, that doesn't make that not. Yeah, no. You know what I'm, I mean? But I'm seamlessly trying to link it into the next incident. And I'm making a mention of it. Where's that fairy outfit going? <laughs> Jordan McMillan's challenge on him in the first half. 
Big and fair, or was he a bit fortunate? He was very, my very lucky. My first thought was, oh no, he's off, because it just, just, just the nature of the challenge, just the way he sort of went in. Three, what, of, us, three, three of us in the press box and we held the crack, uh-huh. and it was obviously the boots and the shin pads uh-huh. going together, uh-huh. and our immediate reaction was, if uh-huh. you watch the referee, referee's always have the yellow cards in the top pocket. Right, You watch the referee, goes like that, goes like that, and he's almost like put his yellow card in his back pocket because we were certain. And we oh, were, yeah, I was yeah. literally banging line with us. Uh-huh. I mean, it was only 40, 35, 40 yards away. And we got, he, he I mean, got lucky and so did we. And he pulled out the yellow. I've never been so relieved to see a referee pull a yellow card out of a back pocket. Because it was absolutely adamant it was ref. It was over the top. And I'll tell you what, for all of Oldside, Goodwin and everything like that, Goodwin didn't make a meal of it. And he bounced back up. And I think, I know we don't like the guy, that's what saved him. I don't actually yeah. remember the foul. I must have been. The, the, the ball was away. The ball was away, <laughs> the kind of between them, and it was closer to him than Goodwin, than McMillan. Yeah. It kind of did. It lunges, you know, yeah, when you shouldn't lunge, when the ball was away from him. Because he don't want to run the ball. Aye. You're not going to catch it. He went straight in. Straight in. Stay in your feet and try and win the ball back. Perhaps we maybe got a result for the referee in that in that case. And I would but say that would offset the, the later incident. Well, you know, I'm not saying it makes one, one, one you know, away with one. Right. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but that's perhaps. But that was before Taylor Cyclops, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. would say McMillan's was 19 yeah. minutes in the game. It was quite early, I think Mark was showing me something on his phone at that point. That's Mark <laughs> Roberts? Yeah, Mark. <laughs> So, nil-nil, was it entertaining? Did you say it was an entertaining nil-nil or a dull nil-nil? Because there was a match report went out on, I think it was the Herald or the Scotsman, that said in the headline, dull goalless draw, and in the first paragraph, an entertaining nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the sub-editor or whatever, or whoever does the headlines has put that on, because I'm thinking, you know, just by looking at that's right, it's just got enough nature. But say right at the beginning of the season, the D United Thistle from D United game first game of the season. Was it the Scotsman report that was it? the guy who was out of step with everybody else? I think we thought it was a rip on and he posted that it was just, he he um, published that it was just like you know boring, nothing each, teams going nowhere. First game of the season, yeah. sort of thing. I just thought, yeah, I was the one that actually did. Really you looked at all the other papers. Uh huh. Were totally different. Uh huh. I think he was probably not at that game, so it was nothing each. Owned his pal or something, you know. I thought it's nothing each. Just go. It was not a bad game. I mean, it was played in horrendous conditions. The weather was atrocious. The second half was it that when it started really? Oh, yeah. the, yeah, the snow in the second part. You know, uh-huh. what looked like snow um, coming down and. Hail, um, but we had the wind obviously in the first half, and when the rain and the sleet and the snow and everything else that seemed to come out of the sky that night on Saturday, it, it wasn't a bad game. It, it was, you know, it was fairly entertaining. I've seen an awful lot worse than that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I thought, to be quite honest, I thought a draw was probably about right. I, uh, probably a fair I, I thought it was right, and it was also well, about 15 minutes to go and settled for that. Yeah. The one that Simon hit the post, I thought was good in. And the crowd behind the goal thought it was going yeah, to be because they were on right. their feet cheering a goal and then it came back off the post. 
a Gallagher receives saves again. And, and he really organises the guys in front of them to hear him. Makes um, a big difference, doesn't it? But one of my friends would come out and say that was a really good first division game. You know what I mean? It was a good end to end. It was quite open, you know. You know, it wasn't as. But then again, as you say, conditions don't help, you know. Conditions were can't, pinch, you know. And you can't really. Yeah, I, thought, I thought probably a draw, draw was right. We had a lot of possession, but they arguably they had the better chances. We look at it, I think Kello only won safe, and that was three minutes to the end. Yeah. But, you know, we actually had a target, so. No, they, typical, both teams throwing their bodies in front of things. Not good, is it? I mean, we've got to be getting more shots on the target and testing For me, sa- for me Saturday, and I don't know if anybody else would pick this up, but like Taylor, I mean, I, eventually he lost it with an hour of the game gone. But he actually screamed, I think it, I think it was Conrad, knocked another long high ball, and you heard him say, I can't repeat online, but it was alongside of. Please will you put, Yeah, please will you put the ball to my feet, pointing at his feet yeah. instead of up in the air. We're falling into that. Yeah. And it, it seems yeah. because I think some people are falling into trap off well we've got a big guy up front. Right, Lyle Taylor wasn't a wasn't a hidden threat in the first division last season. But he stick the ball at his feet and get the turning. The problem is as well, every time a high ball goes up, if it does go to him, he's just running to a corner. Yeah. He's, got, he's got nowhere to go yeah. and there's no one running in either. Yeah, we're still, we're still at the, we still seem to be at that point and not getting enough bodies in the box again, don't we? Yeah. Until maybe the last 15-20 minutes where we're starting to push bodies in. James Cregan had a bit of abuse from several small sections of the this support. But remarkably for the minimal attacking player he had, he had the only shot on target as well as having two other good opportunities that he should probably have done better. Why is he being He was just this week's scapegoat. Uh, to be perfectly honest. A lot of fans see his, see him as playing a lot of games, which he has done, there's nothing wrong with it. And I think a lot of these fans forget that, what, two years ago he was playing university football. A year ago he was just coming back for loan, for Exactly. He's only had, arguably, one actual year of first-team, full-time, professional football. Yet, these people are expecting him to, you know, create everything, score everything, run the midfield at the same time, just do everything. Obviously, we're not going to have a player that can do that. These guys only see one team as well. They only see us and then go, how does he get us to it? Because he's no any good, he's no any good. He's like, there's a football match going on here. You know what I mean? Um, I, I know exactly who you're talking about because I was standing quite near where you were there at the game at the weekend. And uh, the guys in question were just totally negative. And once they started picking out Craig and they continued picking out Craig but they, you never applaud him when he does something good. I think, oh, that's a bit better. You know, it was just like right down on him. We, we noticed that more than anybody else because of where we were sitting. I don't know if the rest of the crowd was really got that sort of thing, you know. But there um, a lot of reaction on social media and stuff as well. Well, I've missed all that. Yeah, my, my particular favourite was that um, James Craig gets away with a lot of quote, well, I guess it gets a lot of leeway because he has, quote, a starring <laughs> garter boy. 
that's just it. Have you ever seen all the blocks in there? Oh, he gave the ball away a few times quite cheaply. And you notice that, of course you do. Yeah, but you don't notice all the work that they're going yeah. to do, you know, it's like... This, a, this is a problem with Craig. I'll be honest with you, I think Craig's has looked a wee bit tired. I, I think he probably needs to... I don't think he's had any surprise. Uh, yeah, but exactly, no, that's what I think. But I we can't tell him or he's not. Exactly, we're, we're down in numbers. For sure. There's so many fans for last season that have turned into yeah. things I can't mention. Um, too many short memories. And yet, and, and, and I'm going to say this, and there'll be... Hundreds of people will disagree with me amongst us for support, although I do seem to start to be finding a, a few that agree with me. Is oh Golden Boy Higginbottom can he do any wrong? The guy gives away the ball more than any other player on the team, but because once in a game or twice in a game you meet and beat a couple of players. But it's the nature of the positions that Craig and Higginbottom exactly play in. Craig they will is give the ball away more. Craig just is doing the dirty work to allow yeah. the guys going forward. Unfortunately, Last season, club fans, everybody was together because we were winning. Right? This season, things aren't going so well, and you've got fractions of idiots who have probably been going to Fir Hill for two, three years, and that 16 year olds or 22 year olds or whatever who seem to think we've had the right yeah, way to come up to them. <laughs> No, you, 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 we all know who, we all know mm-hmm. the people I'm talking. You know the terms of people I'm talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. We seem to think we had a divine right to come up into the SPFL Premiership and be winning games. <laughs> Get a grip of reality here. We are a new team in the Premiership, and all we are looking for is to survive. It's as bad as the stupid Archie, the, the Crags abuse. Mm. The abuse Stephen O'Donnell got last Tuesday night from yeah. the Jackie Husband stand was nothing short of disgraceful and embarrassing. We all know Stephen O'Donnell's a very big confidence player. Yeah. No wonder he had a poor second half. They were on him for the minute he walked out in the park, just the exact same way as, as Crags. See, as I, haven't, well. I haven't been in Jackie Husband all season, so I don't hear it over there, and I know. It's only when I go to away games and I end up sitting where I'm sitting that I, I, I get that negative. There's a lot more positive than Not completely, not completely, but you know. But um, there's been times in um, Jackie has been over the last few years that I just, and I'm just still disappointed. I don't, I don't know if all football fans are like that. You know. All football fans are fickle, I mean, we've been watching uh, uh, long enough to know that. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of people that are just it's, it's way over the top this Archie out on social media yeah, and stuff course. like that I mean what do they expect it's fine having your uh, everybody should have an opinion and, and I, I think that's fine when you start criticising back it up with something yeah. don't make it constructive don't I mean it's a it's not even criticism anymore it's, it's abuse, abuse. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think like we were better than that our fans but it seems there's a lot of fans out there, A with short memories, and B aren't as great as I thought they all were. Well, what, what kind of season did we think we were going to have to start our season? It was always going to be a horrendously hard season compared to what we had last season. I mentioned this at a game a few weeks ago, um, that we all secretly made predictions at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And My original I think they might all actually be... might have been right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might probably be more realistic than what a lot of stuff you're seeing on, especially social media, um, is suggesting where we should have been. Mm-hmm. 
See, I've missed a lot because I, I don't look at We Are Thistle anymore, the, the forum. I can't, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't go on, on it. I, I, if it comes up on, on yeah, Twitter yeah. timeline, you I'll, I'll go in, but yeah. I've, I don't log in. Uh-huh. Um, I've come off the fellow Jags uh, fan space, which is a shame because it, it was set up with the best intentions. Mm-hmm. I know the guys that are all admins and stuff uh-huh. like that. I took myself off that. The Bobby Laurie Avon. There's two particular fans. Turn in a wee bit. Fans. I use that in inverted commas. That's a lovely. Uh, could you explain that? Because I was going to say that's a lovely visual guy. Uh, <laughs> who are a couple of younger boys who just haven't a clue and who tend to cause things. But I've stayed on that because again, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good people in that. And yeah, yeah, including yourself, Don. Yes. <laughs> uh, but. It's but it's it's not criticism anymore. It's, it's abuse and it, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's it's really uncomfortable even reading it a day or two after the game. And you would hope with all the better than that. Yeah, well, that's what I hope. Just more realistic. Yeah, you know. I mean, but also just just a bit nicer. Just a yeah, bit I mean really? some of some of the stuff that's uh, I'm sure all the listeners know. Going to Wellington, you've mentioned Higginbotham in the middle of your. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your verbal yeah, essay. How big a miss will he be with his injury for the next four to six weeks with any? Or do you think it off, offers think a chance for us to back, change I think he'll probably be back a wee bit quicker than that. Um, Is he not back in training already? He's, he's been doing a little bit of late training. running, but uh-huh. there's a difference between full contact and late, you know, yeah, a, so little, a little, little, little job people saying, oh Higginbottom's back in training, that's uh-huh. good news, he, he's still out for a wee while, yeah. We're talking about social media again, but by half time at the weekend, Oh yeah, I saw that. We were sitting with Tom Hosey and, and Fraser Murray, and I'm going, I've got a to this, he's, uh-huh. he's got a broken leg. Uh-huh. That's kind of funny because there he is there, you know, just walking up the stairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> the people, see, see, the tag on Higgy, it was clumsy, it wasn't a, a, an assault in any way, shape or form. It looked worse than it probably was, and it's just been, it's just caught his knee. Yeah. You know what, there was, it wasn't one of these ones, he's got to do him. Mm-hmm. Higgy, Higgy, tricked him, and, uh-huh. and, and you know, he's done him, the skill, mm-hmm. and the boys brought him down. They just got him, You yeah. know, and he's caught, you know, there was, yeah, I had to, again, back to Thistle fans again, how fickle sometimes he'll be, oh that should have been a red card. Right. Oh, should they? Well, people are saying that I have to, that should have been red card. Now that we realise he's broken his leg, but you can't do that. Yeah, everybody goes on a half time with, oh, I've broken leg, I've been there with that. Alright, sorry, sorry, bad news. Get back to your initial point, this is like, I don't, I can't believe I'm going to say this, I think this is, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Mr. Forbes on Saturday. Yay! I've got I've got a theory about the team and, and, and a couple of things, but we'll, we'll keep that, that for later. Uh, but I, I, I think we Hig, I think we Higgy, I, I know everybody loves him, and I do I do I really enjoy watching him. But it's the amount of times, and maybe I look at, I do look I know I do look at the game slightly differently. You know I'm watching for other things that are happening, but uh, I, I, it's the amount of times he gives the ball away that, that concerns me. And the fact is that Carol, I brought Carol again to a game last Tuesday night, and at half pa- at half time, at half time it was. I said, "What do you think?" And she said, "See number 23." Now she's been. This is a game and a half she's seen this season, right? Inverness was the other game, and she said, "See that number 23? Does he just do the same thing every time?" 
She would do you mean? She says, all he does is he goes, he gets the ball out wide and he cuts inside and tries to have a shot. There's a, there's a girl that knows nothing about football, who's worked out in a game and a half that it's the same thing. Maybe we'll have something different. But it depends though, like, well, uh, again, Steve, Sir Johnson, when Forbes came on, Forbes got the ball and basically just put a cross in every time. Highest pass completion in the team, probably. <laughs> Apparently so. The Rose Force fan club in the corner. <laughs> I couldn't um, believe it when someone said on social media yesterday that I hope Ross Forbes is out. That That's caused me to see. I, I missed this. I missed it. I, 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 I kind of picked up a leak. The Baird announcement, obviously. Yeah. And someone went on social media and said, I hope Ross Forbes is mixed. Nice, spontaneously combusted. Yeah, you managed to regain, regain enough composure to, to there, like, come in close. I get back to the conversation about people, you know, yeah. fickle people, you know. Um, so, I, I, yeah, it'll... It'd be a loss for that. I thought Higgin, I think possible bit of magic you might get. Well, well the overhead kick thing, that's for example. Thing. Yeah, which is a bad goalkeeping error. <laughs> well, it wasn't really. It wasn't really. <laughs> but that's what we were talking about a few weeks ago. Like Higgin, you know, flat out to see. He looks like full of muscle and energy, and he's good to watch and all the rest of it. But it does too many. See, see the other too thing. many times. It does the same thing time and again instead of. When you've just cut in, there's quite a good pass at times, you know. So the the other thing is the defensive side of things. Mm-hmm. If you watch him, he's slow to track back. I'm not saying he doesn't run back, but he's always caught in his heels. He's never ready to turn and go. You know, if the ball goes behind him, he almost stops. And he does, he stops, stands, and then thinks, I need to get back. So I, that, might have, that might give Sinkia a wee bit more protection, because there is a lot of stuff comes down that side of the park. Yeah. And so, we <laughs> extend the January. Not yet, got another Friday day signing to come because the transfer window is still open. Um, so it's inevitable that Alan Archibald, the copy John Lambie's tactic of signing four guys in January and a Friday. So, looking back on January, first, as a squad, are we stronger now than we were when we started January? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely stronger. Well, as a squad without injuries, but yeah. we're not a deep enough squad to, to handle these injuries yeah. yet, you know? And, um, so, I mean, who's Welsh is still out? Osborne, Osborne, Higginbottom's now out. Welsh, Erskine can't play this weekend. Yeah. We haven't got into that yet. We've lost a prolific goal scoring threat that is Henrik McKendy. <laughs> and John Bairds. Oh no, I wasn't was going to say that just now. I don't want to upset Raymond yet. I'm going to go and put him on Twitter. I'm delighted, I'm just amazed. I haven't <laughs> I know, actually commented on Twitter <laughs> or Facebook about this. I'm amazing. actually been very, very good. <laughs> I thought, well, I troll him now. I'll just leave it. <laughs> I, I've sat there quietly with a huge grin on my face when I, when I found out yesterday morning. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, and I believe he was on. Uh, Peter and Ruffy on Central FM last night and a lot of people say that he sounded genuinely gutted that it didn't work out and he did he was honest enough to say that he just couldn't fit into the system. So I, I do wish him well. He didn't get a huge amount of game time either, really, did he? But when he did, it didn't really show up, you know. I, I said that the very first pre-season game, I said at the time I thought it was a it, it wasn't the kind of signing, I was like, nah, when we, you know, when we did, when Archie did sign him, I thought it was a bit of a panic because we couldn't get a couple of our other targets. You know, the likes of Brian Graham was one, 
um, and we know that John Sutton was another, and when you looked at Brian Graham and John he's Sutton, great John Bell, you know, you probably remember this pair, but for me, I saw enough in his performance at Durham, and I, I, did, I, I said, ah, hold on, we also have score in Durham, <laughs> but, but I think it was, but I did say to you, Mr. Stats, that Durham is spending more time pointing and shouting than he is actually making runs, etc. And let's be honest, for those that were sober enough to remember the goal at Durham, it smacked off his shin from 25 yards on a back pass, and the guy nearly got back, the defender who committed the back pass, nearly get back in the line to clear it. I think the signs were there very early on. I thought it was a header. Remy's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> but good luck to him. You know, he'll, do, he'll do well in the championship for him. You know, the likes of, he may be give the likes of, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up at somewhere with Falkirk. Boom! That is the sound of another bold prediction made in December shattering as yeah, Smurfs comes to a shuddering halt. Yeah. Mind is already gone, Smurfs yeah. is now imploded. I don't know what Allen's was, so it might still be alive. And what prediction are we talking about? Mine was that uh, Baird would score for Thistle in 2014. I think it was like what you projected. For, yeah. for Thistle. For yes, Thistle. it's early, yeah. You, make you didn't specify which oh, no, Thistle. No, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but did you specify which Thistle? Oh, I don't see him signing for Inverness. East Kilbride Thistle! Yeah, There's a lot of Thistles out there. So that's two of our both predictions gone. So what was the two, sorry, I missed? Well, mine was that we would never be in the relegation or the playoff spot in the whole of 2014. Mm. <laughs> that was very bold. Ah, uh, both days. Uh-huh. Both, both days. <laughs> oh, man. I can't for the life of me remember what predictions I might have made. I'll find it and I'll tweet you to let you know. Okay. <laughs> I also predicted that we see Aussie next season. I'm standing by that one. Yeah, I'd, right. I would. I'd, I'd stand by that. Yeah, well, I mean, who's going to come in for him at the moment? It's going to be injured to the end of the season. He'd be unproven whether he's fit enough to carry on next season he's, with another he's, team. He's so. kind of made noises. There was an article in the Birmingham, Birmingham Post or Birmingham Evening yeah, News right. or something like that. And he said, you know, that he, the fact that Thistle were looking after him and, and uh-huh. medicalised that perhaps he didn't come out and say, I'm yeah. definitely going to sign or, you know, it, but it was along the lines of if it suits both parties, you know, I'd, I'd certainly be interested mm-hmm. in staying, you know, been very good. And I think the words he used was, have been very good to me. So I, I think that's a good shape, that's what that's. That's, that's one bold one prediction, actually. Hang on to. Hang on to. I'm also two for two in incorrectly diagnosing injuries. <laughs> well, you're not Dr. Thistle Stacks, so that? that's. I made the prediction that Ozzy would be back for the Kamarna game when he got cropped against St. Johnson. <laughs> and then I believed the hype that Alan was spreading about a broken leg. I was spreading? <laughs> no, it was spreading out through that, that way, like everyone here. Oh, you mean it's a Because Mark Roberts stared up there on his phone. Yeah. I'm really confused. Remember Mark Roberts was tweeting on his phone all day uh-huh. and he was the one that broke the news of the broken leg so it spread around the group. Right, I see. And so because I heard that I went, may have went and told a few people on the crowd that uh-huh. he had that. And obviously it proved not to be true, he's going to be back sooner than that. So that's like one that I said was fine and done for the season and one that I said was done for the season. Not fine but like, you know, we'll see him again. 
Well, I'm, I'm not going to predict it. I think it's can't even remember what I predicted anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I must have predicted to draw against Kilmarnock, draw away to St. Mum. Yeah, I'm a prediction to be fine. And a quick one word answer. In January, since January 4th when we played Hearts, you've picked up 6 points out of 15. Is that a good enough total to, from what we, not what we need, but is it a good enough total from the games of Hearts away, Kilmarnock or Ross County or Johnson or Lomond tomorrow? Or would you say we should have done better? And one word answer. Well, but we should have done better. <laughs> yes. Should have done better being one word. Yes, we should have done better. Yes, we should have done better. Absolutely. Oh, I like that, Alan. You sort of, sort of just go into the yes and you take this. It's a one word answer. Clearly, you've read a thesaurus like that. You know, sorry. Yeah, we should have been looking to get more points than what we achieved. One word. And should have had more points. <laughs> it was all hyphenated. Is, is, is the season continuing? It's a hashtag. It's going on and on and on to, to put more words to that one word answer. No. Is, is this, Season continued in the same vein. Yeah. So many. There was times. a reason I wanted that one word answer. We'll come back to that. So now we'll look forward to Saturday. We've got Dundee United coming to town. The Tangerine Army will build. Are they the Tangerine Army? The Tangerine Probably. Army. I'm dubbing them the Tangerine Army. We'll be taking their second visit in the the main stand to watch their team hopefully not score again at Far Hill. That would be good. Are you looking forward to? Or are we sort of? Feeling slightly nervous because Dun United are on a horrendous run, and as we all know from Paul, when a team goes on a horrendous run, when a team gets the result. So Dundee minus four on Saturday. I don't, I don't think nervous is smart. I think I'm more kind of perhaps concerned. I think a bit more because yeah, okay, Dundee United are on a bad run just now, especially away from home. Where have we heard that before with Jackie McNamara? Eh? Um, but I think it's more the fact is that you're starting to look at the fixtures and, and you're looking and you're thinking other teams are, are, are scratching out results. We need to scratch out a couple of victories. You know, let's, let's not kill ourselves. A, a draw here and a draw there is not enough. We need to we need to be you know grind out a couple of wins just to because two three wins shoots you up the table. You know, Hibs are only seven points ahead of us in seventh place. A couple of victories and suddenly, you know, when results elsewhere... You're a couple of victories and I'm getting my victories. And a win away at Hearts, it almost doesn't count, really. You know, you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Compared to all the other teams that yeah. we should be beating red at the bottom, and that was, that was January, we had our chances. And getting that home win has become... You know, it's become a milestone, you know, it really has become a bit of a milestone around their necks now, um, and, and around our necks as fans mm-hmm. as well, and, uh, you can see it again, when you go back to um, Kilmarnock and I know Archie said that he felt that in the last 10 minutes we sat deeper, it was the same for Ross County, we sat deeper the last 20 minutes, and, and, and yeah okay we got the odd break because let's be honest Kilmarnock's defence has to be the best, but it, it was almost a carbon copy of Ross yeah. County when we were 3-1 up. You know, yeah, just sat back and just back, 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 and you get deeper and deeper and deeper, and then what happens is exactly what happened with Kilmarnock, where you have Muirhead, and it was Muirhead, and no, it was, only, was it, was it, no, was it not Muirhead, and it was Mayor, 
Second week in a row. This, this is maybe another thing that maybe needs to address a bit. I, I'm not sure this there's Aaron Muirhead and Midfield's working. It's not really, it's really, really a bit of a necessity recently, I think. That's the only reason it's there. But then, as when well, you saw the game against the Johnson where we had uh, Fraser and Craig in the midfield, and they they did get a bit overrun. So obviously, Muirhead is there to play the kind of Osborne role of trying to enforce things, trying to steady the ship. But his natural reaction is to go back. St Johnston last week. Well, oh, yeah, of course, he's a centre back. He's was not a midfielder. So we right, was it a St Johnston? Or was it? Or maybe it was actually Kamal. At one point, right, I think it actually might have been Kamal. And Aero, I think Aero would come on. Aero come on as a sub. Yeah, he came on for Fraser with 15 yeah, minutes to go. And at one point, we got the ball and we we had six. It was a line of six players at the edge of our own box, and the ball was 40 yards away. But that's natural because of, because of not one at home. But, but it's also natural for Aero to drop. Yeah, but that's as fine. But that's fine as long as you then get the, the, the fullbacks or the wingbacks to go forward and but support. But I mean, this was command like in possession. Yeah. And we've, we've uh, got a line of six. No, that's. Uh, and that's. Yeah, but. You know, at that point, if they're in possession, we should be pushing. We've got to push up. Uh-huh. That's what teams have done against us this season. The teams that have had, you know, that we've taken a couple of. Relative doing I suppose yeah. for, for want of a better word, the teams that have pushed on to us. Pasting, that's a better word. Pasting, yeah. <laughs> um, and we started the season by doing, you know, that's what we did last season. We had pasting, yeah, in particular one game against County Beef, which we learned from uh-huh. three days later. Um, the, the, the fog machine incident. Yes. <laughs> uh, we were pressing teams higher, the part which allowed us to play. And give us teams this patience. season. It's been the opposite. You know, we, we, we've even when we haven't pressed, you know, teams haven't pressed us. We seem to be quite happy to sit around and just sort of about, yeah. and, and I think it's good that we do keep possession. And, and perhaps the crowd need to actually realise if we've got possession, if it means we go forward and we have to come back and have to start again, that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah. We don't. We don't. You know, and, and we've all heard that what happens well, is the crowd are screaming. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, get it, it forward, get it uh-huh. forward. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Keep the ball. That's what you have to do in this league. The other team can't hurt you if you get the ball. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> well you know, yeah, uh-huh. if you give it away in you know, a horrible pass back or something, but they can. So, Smurf, how would you line the team up in an attacking sense when you've got no Higginbotham, you've got no Erskine? Let's start Forbes. Erskine's still really like Forbes. Where would you place them in the system? Play him in the middle, and I don't know if I'd have him on the wing either. I don't really know what I'd do, to be quite honest with you. Okay. Donald? I would go with Bannigan on the left, Forbes through the middle, and Muirhead and Fraser in the, the second positions. And then Wallace with the ability with. Uh, maybe Cragen actually to stop their left back getting forward so much because the last time we played Dundee United a lot of their goals came down the left hand side Andy Robertson uh, so I'd maybe play Cragen because he's going to be a bit more defensively minded than Lois and then obviously Taylor up front or well Taylor doesn't necessarily matter that much I don't think 
there's two or three options for us actually last Saturday. You have to do something just massively different. Well, I'm assuming we wouldn't know. You, you could bring in Forbes, but bear in mind, I fully expect that you sign it by Saturday. At least one. For example, in, in, in that game last Tuesday night, McMillan was brought down for attacking. Where, where people thought he was in a bad game, I do not know. But it can At times, there was, don't get me wrong, there was a couple of occasions where him and Higgy were caught in the half really and it was space. But three of the St. Johnson Bookings came, uh, came from McMillan right before. McMillan's getting a bad press at the moment. I think, I think probably because he hasn't played enough games. I think he had a good game against St Mirren. Yeah. I, don't, I think he was terrible yeah. against St Johnston, but he was being played out of position. But I think he, if you play, I think he miss, if you play going, McMillan going forward, if you play uh, yeah. McMillan. So it's not a bad shout to play. You know, play McMillan in the right midfield, or arguably bring Christy Elliott back in again. Because Elliott does track back. You can play Forbes in the left. Because he has caused him DNA to problems twice. He won penalty at Tannadice. Correct. And, and, you also remember the, the league game as well. Mm-hmm. Also played very well. I don't know whether it's just the United. He seems to, and, and as well, no, I, I haven't, I haven't lavished praising in the last mm-hmm. this season. But I, I think there's maybe an argument for that. I, I wouldn't take Bannigan out centre of the park. The guy's been absolutely magnificent the last two games. He's been back to his... his Do we have any sale. suspensions this week? No. 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 The only player next to us due to a suspension is Cal Higginbotham, who's one year away. See, the, the other thing, you, he might... He might now... Folk will say, oh, well, I, I can just imagine the team sheet at 2 o'clock coming out on social media, and I would say, oh, he's going 4-4-2. Four, four, Let's play Doolin. Play Dylan because he's left hand side. Because you got to play your better players. I thought Dylan, that could Dylan was great all season. And if Taylor, Taylor runs around, Dylan's nose to go in the box. I, I think if you. But it's still a four-five or a four. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever it is, when it's a two-one-one. It's personally over. Four-five-one asymmetric. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's all I see it. And I think Dylan's one of our best players. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor's come in. Dylan's had to kind of go out. When when uh, Taylor, Dylan and. like him or love him. Jackie was able to instill confidence in the players. I mean, twice O'Donnell said, I can't play there, boss. In five minutes in the dressing room, I know, I know this is true because I've been told this to The Morton game, where we beat them 5 nothing on the Friday night, and O'Donnell played in right midfield, he scored and was outstanding that night. And the other game was in the Firmly game. He scored and was outstanding. So, well, if it. they can get into his head that yes, you can play right hand field, uh-huh. what a hell of an option that uh-huh. is for us. You know, because we know he can go forward, we also know he'll track back. Mm-hmm. 
and it, no, that would be kind of almost thrown a curveball uh-huh. into it. I, th- I still say we all have been signing on the weekend, so that that will obviously shake things up a wee bit I, as well. I agree, yes, but at the same time, it was McNamara, the payment right midfield, so McNamara will be aware that we might try that. Yeah, but he'll only be aware of it maybe 40 minutes to an hour before the game. He'll also be aware that if they press the Donald, the crowd might get in his back. Exactly. But he gives us something different because he can cut inside. We've seen it even for right back where he can yeah. pick the ball up, drive forward to the halfway line, sees no options, can cut inside and all the run. See, you know, see that create space. I think. I think I'm not saying it's a bad there's, idea. There's, you know, there's so many different things that he could do this weekend with the team because he's almost forced into it. Wonderful tactics, wonderful options to have, wonderful different views, and I can guarantee that when the team liners come out at quarter well, past two, <laughs> everyone will be confused. <laughs> so, Smurf, score prediction for Saturday? Um, I'm going to go for one each. I don't think we'll win. Nicia. Raymond, first win of the season at home. Yeah? We say that each. I was going to say one each. I agree with my fans, but I think one each is probably more likely. Two teams that are losing points. Come on, I'm giving some optimism. How much optimism do you want? How big a win do you want? What are you looking for? As uh, Joseph in his technical dream coat says, any win will do. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to start singing? No. Uh, <laughs> thankfully. Three, thankfully, I'm singing great. You hear me in the woody every Saturday night. If you're going to sing, you should wear the fairy costume. I should, yeah. But <laughs> you won't fit it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to predict the score, but I will predict there will be over three goals. Over three goals. For all you budding betting enthusiasts out there. <laughs> Donald's punt of the week. Over two and a half goals. <laughs> Barry will slag you if that doesn't. Well, no, you said it'd be over three goals, so that'd be I over, over three, three and a half. Over three. Oh, you can't can be over three. three. It's got to be two and a half or three and a half. So it'd be over three and a half then, because he says we're more than three. So he's not saying that they'll definitely over so three, there'll be more than three. You don't three, get half a goal. Uh-huh. So you're basically saying that's a win. We'll two and a half, one and a half. <laughs> you laugh, though. In the, oh, the old days of teletext, <laughs> the old days of teletext, I once did see uh, a goal for Clyde, uh, Clyde Bank, as they were at the time. Uh, had the goal, then I had a half beside it. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. that was actually on, on the screen. It was on Teletext. It was probably just an error. But you know, what's Teletext? Oh. Well, it's like oh. <laughs> 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 Are you not in Coopers? <laughs> 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 anyway, that's us come to our about an hour. Don't want to want to on to talk for you all today. Um, we're hopeful of a win on Saturday, I guess. Um, there, will As also, always. there will also be another Jagscast, the Jagscast Extra. Make sure you listen to that as well. That's a, a special one-off for this week since it is a big event this week, so we're going to discuss it. Um, and essentially, that's us for just now. So thank you very much for listening. We've got my four panelists here. If you'd like to say cheerio. Cheerio. You know, have a. I was going to say have a <laughs> bit of fun with it, and you know, say what, what you want to say bye. But okay. 
Adios. Au revoir. Thank you. Au revoir. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> Alright, okay. okay. Um, thank you yeah, for Yeah, I don't know why I was looking at you when I said that. <laughs> 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 uh, thank, languages. <laughs> thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.